Dude, Randy. We are back, baby. Yes. <laughs> From the brinks of death. From the throes. The COVID monster had us both. It had us. Well, I don't know if I had it. First, it took us into the forest of the swirly, twirly gum drops. <laughs> <laughs> or cough drops, Dude, I should say. You know how many? So <laughs> you just talked about the You Did It stickers to me. I can buy 500 of them for $30. 500 no, for $30? For $25, sorry. $25. See, yeah, those ironically are undoubtedly made in China. <laughs> Irony. Uh, so we were just talking about the state of the world, trying to figure out what we're going to talk about today because we have a list. And, uh, and one of the things I dropped on William was, one of the things I love about America is when we don't um, like things in our government, and this is a non, I, I hope this is a nonpartisan take because it certainly applied to Trump and I think it now applies to Biden. But <clears throat> we resist by way of satire and making fun of power. And that's, as a comedian, I got to be honest, I love it. <laughs> Bring it on. So right now, the, the, the two, we already talked about Let's Go Brandon. We won't talk about that again. But the other thing that's happening that's, that's comedically, that's funny, is that there's these stickers of Joe Biden pointing to something and, and, it, and he has this weird look on his face and he's saying, I did that. And people are buying these stickers and they're putting them on gas pumps so that they're, point, they're pointing <laughs> they're, to the price per gallon. They put them on more than gas pumps. Which is all fun and games until the price of gas comes down. Then we're going to be in trouble. <laughs> oh, do you know what? So this is all, so these are all on uh, Amazon. Right. You can buy a hundred, 200 or 500. And then yeah. it has like, you know where it says color. Yeah. There's like, they have different poses of him saying that. And then the last one actually is, uh, <laughs> it's Trump with, uh, with a make America great hat. Well, he's also pointing and it says, let's go Brandon. <laughs> 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 but there are one, two, three, four. Oh wait, here there's, here's a combo. So I don't pack. know. I've seen those at my local gas station. Now I'm in, I'm in Los Angeles County, not exactly a, a, a conservative bastion, but I'm in probably a 50, 50 part of that conservative area, or at least a 60, 40 part. So 40% of the people around here voted for the other guy. But, um, but I see those on our gas station and you can, if you look close, you can usually see one that's been scraped off <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost anywhere you go. <laughs> so it is actually technically vandalism, but so <laughs> was somebody else. So was the Boston Tea Party losers. Yes. <laughs> well, there's all kinds of funny stickers. There's one of Jesus to say, I saw that. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, that's, a good one. that's pretty good. It's all by this one guy. Yeah. Brand generic. So, uh, as you may have heard inferred at the, so we have, William and I are coming, <coughs> are coming off of the. What do you call it, virus? The, the dreaded COVID. The junta? Well, the, I don't know if I had it. What we, <laughs> so, well, you know, my wife each, really gets pissed off. We when might I say each, that. each got COVID. <clears throat> We're all going to be coughing in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Good news, though. We have a really excellent microphone. So, you'll be able to really hear the articulated noises of us <laughs> coughing as we cough. So, we, um, okay. So, I, I have a semi funny story. It's funny unless you, Unless you worry about this disease, in which case it's probably really irreverent. Well, do I don't, we have, I don't, do we have I don't, to put a disclaimer like, okay, the disease is terrible. Nobody really wants this disease. We don't want people blah, to get blah, it, blah. especially okay, people that are it. vulnerable. Yeah, well, but you know what? This is a funny episode about COVID. So, <laughs> okay, go, so fo go forward. <laughs> so Go forward. So I hosted my first super spreader event. <laughs> you hosted a super spreader event. <laughs> I did indeed. Congratulations. So, I'm going to confess. Like, this is my take. So <laughs> for the last couple of years, as everyone's like, shut down the world, hide in your basement. It's coming for you. Um, we have we have been, my wife and I have both had different responsibilities in our local church congregation of shepherding youth. Right. And we're like, man, I know for sure that I can't imagine a bigger crazy maker or a bigger sin producer than taking a teenager and saying, okay, from now on, all you get is privacy and screens. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> for, for all day long. For all day long. Yeah. Forever. And you're supposed so, to learn. So we kept our youth programs going. So we every week we've had a youth activity, and every um, whenever possible we've had a big youth activity, a big as it pertains to our congregation, and um, and we've gotten away with it. Like, like in our congregation, we've we've been pretty healthy. We've rarely been sick, and it's, it's, we've got away with it. And we've done and we, and we started to do things like we had our big 
We had our big ward Christmas party. We had our big congregation uh, Halloween party. And all those things are kind of, you know, we shall show up in masks, walk into the room, food is served, and then there's 300 of us in a room yeah. with, no, with no mask, right? So, and, but we keep getting away with it. So, okay, we're getting away with it. So, we planned a youth weekend getaway um, uh, in January because we have this super long, can we just complain about that for a second? How long was our Christmas vacation? It's insane. Well, do you um, know, I love it. I'll tell you why, because I like to ski. Yeah. And that yeah, you second and the, week of January. You and January, the rest of the bougie white people that like to ski really yeah, benefit. <laughs> dude, and it's cheaper the second week of January okay, that we have great. that extra week. So, so we have a third week. So we're like, hey, we're going to plan a conference. So we get all these kids together. So then just like four days before the conference, everyone's like, I don't know, Omicron's looking pretty bad. Should we cancel? <laughs> <laughs> and, and and like... Based on our learnings and experience and our desired mission to serve the youth, we're like, nope, no, nope, we're going forge ahead, <laughs> forge ahead. So, so, dude, so we go to this thing and we have three great days. It's really a terrific. We have, where was that? It's funny we didn't go anywhere, so we were going to go oh. somewhere. And then we found out the kids' sports were all happening, oh. so we needed to stay local so kids could come and go from their sports stuff. Okay, so we stayed local, but like day one, we went to like an indoor bouncy house play place. And then we had a spiritual meeting that night with the speaker from your ward. Right. Um, and then we, Who spoke? Uh, then day two, um, a day two, we went to a snow day. Did you know how competent the snow is at Fraser peak? Like it's competent. <laughs> like it's, I have never heard snow being referred to as competent. Well, cause you know, it's only an hour from here. True. 40 it's minutes. A, it's a soft hour. It's an hour, but yeah. it's, but it's, it would be 40 minutes if you could go fast on that last mountain road, but it's a, it's True. an hour. It's right. So we get there and we, the so we sledded for like two hours and then nice. came back. And then we, um, and then we had a sleepover with night games and then we had a, so this is where it gets really great. Then we had a dance where we invited all the congregations in the area. To oh, come. I remember my kids went, yeah. <laughs> And then on Sunday and, and then, then Sunday we had a nice meeting at church and on Monday, everybody was sick. <laughs> everybody, everybody. I counted dude, 15 families wow. were, sick, were sick. And I was like, oh no, we broke, we broke COVID. Like we did it. We broke the, we're going to murder the valley. Congratulations. So I felt super bad about it. It was in fact for sure a super spur event, but but I felt better than when I started looking around. Okay, so I have family spread hither and yon across America. Guess what's happening in Denver? Everybody's sick. Guess what's happening in North Carolina? Everybody's sick. Guess what's happening in Arizona? Everybody's sick. Guess what's happening in Utah? Everybody's sick. So, yeah, we may have hastened the day by like four days, but we didn't cause. We didn't cause. A, we didn't cause the world to get COVID. It so what out. you're saying is no matter yeah. what your actions, it still is going to happen. I kind of feel that way about COVID right now. Now, before, it wasn't as contagious, and there was it was more preventable. But like, we, like this is this happened so pervasively, so fast. We don't even know who patient zero was. We don't even know who got us sick. Like, because everyone got sick all at once. Right. You know what I mean? Does that sound like? And and, and like, does the rest this is this? Do you think Omicron is like the final version of we all got we we're we're all getting it now? We're gonna have actual herd immunity. So we're trying to be uh, happy COVID stories. Right. But no, I think that's all nonsense. I think we're just going to get COVID once a year now. <laughs> Forever. Forever and ever? I think so. That'd be funny. Okay, so my... <laughs> my, my okay, let's hear, let's hear Williams. So my kids get Hilarious. sick at the super spreader event, evidently. <laughs> it probably was. Well, what, what, did, what did you guys get sick? Because it was like Monday, that same Monday. <laughs> but my, my son wasn't there, and he was the first one to get sick. Yes, yeah, so this, this is what I'm saying. Like, I... Okay, well, hold on. Now it gets more complicated, right? This gets complicated. Okay. Okay. So what happens is, is so that you're, you're going to talk to me about testing. You're, we're, we're going. We're going. We're long going on, testing. We're going long on testing because who knows? I don't understand how this works. Okay. So, so I was gonna. I have a joke about testing. Okay, go for Davis's it. Davis's have long been not great at standardized tests, but it <laughs> turns out we are great at the COVID test because we is. we pass that thing every time. Every time. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. <laughs> so, so we go skiing on that Wednesday that you guys have start your event. Oh, where'd you? Where were you? Just up the Mammoth. Nice. I, uh, we left at three uh, three thirty in the morning. Came back at nine ten at night. Oh, dude, Mammoth was beautiful. I did. It was a lot of fun. So just me and uh, two of my kids. We go up there, 
And uh, so we come back on the way back. My son, who's 10, who who would not have been at your super spread event, yeah. uh, starts to complain about being tired, blah, blah, blah. Well, that makes sense. He was up at he four. Was yeah, you know. sure. So um, he then gets sick the next day. He's got a fever. Okay. Okay. So we're Thursday. Okay. Okay. He gets sick on Thursday. He's not feeling well. Friday, he's not feeling well. Saturday, my teenager comes down with something or thinks she's coming down with something. Okay. So by the time that now school is about to start on Monday, well, if you're sick at all in California, you have to go get a test to prove that you don't have it so that you can actually go to school. Uh, okay. So we went to a testing center on Wednesday of that week. My kids didn't go to school Monday or Tuesday. Wednesday, they go to the testing center. By Thursday, we get the results back. And they are negative. Negative. Not that they're negative people. No. This is not a value judgment. They're testing positive for being negative. Right. This is, this okay. is just no COVID. Okay. <laughs> no COVID. Then comes Friday. I get sick. Right? I go down. I've got a fever all day Friday. You got a real fever, too. Yeah, 103.5. Like, 103. That's like a real deal. That's yeah. a real deal fever. Yeah, that's assuming that you're... That's when you start to work. like, you know, see, like you start to have conversations with people who aren't there, you know? No, that's like, uh, I haven't never had that. I, well, I, but I was like, I had read on the start of this fever. I'm like, okay, is it better to have the fever kind of go and let it do its thing? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to try it. But by the time <laughs> Saturday came around, my head hurt so bad that I was yeah. like, the headaches what got me. Yeah. So I take the, I take uh, something, break the fever, blah blah blah. So I'm out. So fr Saturday by uh, Friday, Saturday by mo Sunday, Monday, I'm not feeling that great, but a uh, hundred percent. Tuesday, I you know it takes, you know, this is now Tuesday of the next week, right? Yeah. I'm just kind of feeling ish normal. Okay. Yeah. So oh, today is not Tuesday of the next week. Meanwhile, my wife gets sick on Tuesday. Right. Uh, Monday, I'm sorry. And Tuesday, my son comes home with a free at-home test from the school, which they're yeah. handing out here in the schools. Yes. And so my wife says, well, I might as well test. Now, meanwhile, I never tested. You never tested? Because no. what's the point? I have a doctor friend of mine who literally went off about how the testing is Unless ridiculous. A big fan. Keep up the good work out there. Yeah. The, the testing's ridiculous. And he even said that it's like me when I have my patients come and I'm testing all of them if they're pregnant, re regardless of their symptoms. Right. Regardless of the male or female. Yeah. <laughs> male, female, it doesn't matter. We're going to test everybody. Yeah. And by the way, that's all uh, a baked in cost of the system, you know. So he, my, my favorite part is free. Oh, don't get me started on free. You mean publicly funded? Yeah. You mean finance? Yeah, yeah. These are your finance test kits. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. And they're expensive. <laughs> Great. They're like 200 bucks each. A plus. That doesn't include the labor. Oh, I, I mean, I'm paying 10. Are you sure? Jeez. Okay. They're they're expensive. I looked it up. And uh, Great. <clears throat> I mean, I'm sure that different ones cost a different way. Anyway, so my wife takes the test and she is positive. Yeah. So here's the problem. Someone says, hey, did you have COVID? And I say, what? She tested negative for being healthy. I tested. I didn't test. Yeah. So what did I have COVID, Randy? Yeah, you you for sure had it. I for sure don't know if I had it. That is a you false. had one hundred and three point five temp. But you when, for sure why had on it. earth couldn't have just been a regular cold? Why on earth? Like you could be the person standing amidst the sea of people who had the disease and be like, "Yeah, I got a different thing." Okay, I'm oh, special. that's right. I could have. I'm I not like you, please. <laughs> okay, well I'm, now you're getting there. I'm different. You're getting there. Okay, so here's the problem: my kids got tested, right, and I got sick right after them. They're negative, so I'm just assuming I have a cold. But then my wife is positive. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, but did dude, they get a false? You're negative? crazy. You're crazy. High fever. No. Yeah, but I've had a cold before with a crazy so high goes, So my list of 15 families, I have a spiel about this. My list of 15 families includes a family who all got a certain sickness and all tested negative for right. COVID. Right. But have had persisting lung stuff for a couple, like two weeks and are slow, slow healing. Okay. And I just think that some people don't test positive because he's got to have it. Like, what are the odds that his cold, not only is it, not only is it a cold, but it happens to be a cold that affects your lungs and that makes you super fatigued and had a crazy fever and goes on for two and a half weeks. I'm okay, like, but there I is a cold like right that. Right when everybody's getting the other thing. Okay. I don't, I don't believe it. But here's the problem. That yeah. actually goes back to my friend who had this big problem with testing. All right. What the heck? 
Oh, the testing. Oh was no, on. it gets more complicated. Okay, so my remember, my kids tested negative. Yes, I get sick. I don't test. My maybe wife gets maybe sick. Maybe it's like genetics. Like two negatives equals a <laughs> expressive gene. <laughs> it's math. <laughs> exactly. And so, so okay, so now all of a sudden, my wife got test positive, right? Yes. My son, who started this whole thing with his fever and headache originally, yeah. Yeah. he then gets another fever. So a second fever. We have the t- they take home test. So my wife tests him. Guess mm, what? What? Positive. Yeah. Okay. So now he's now in quarantine. Can't go to school for five days, which is driving my wife nuts because he's running around like nothing's wrong. <laughs> right. And yeah. w- playing video games, running Having around, making life. loud noises, all yeah. this kind of stuff. So now you have a four week Christmas vacation. Okay. So exactly. <laughs> so here's the problem, right? My yeah. first two kids, they get negative. I don't test. My wife tests positive. Now my son, who started the whole thing when he tested negative is now positive. So now the question is, did I have COVID? I feel like I should say third base. (laughs) (laughs) Who's on first? (laughs) Who's on second? No, who's on first? But it is a third base situation (laughs) because it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make sense. So now you're, okay, here's the second thing. Here's what's killing me. You think that we you have to yeah, make we have and to COVID make... in the same podcast. <laughs> Here's what's, nothing is killing you, William. You you beat diabetes, and now you beat COVID. I'm beating COVID. You're beating it all. <laughs> diabetes, no. COVID, nothing will match me. Don't, I'm not going to say No, no, no. Like what's funny tempting. is we're trying to... Okay. In your life, have you ever had a conversation where you tried to find the meaning of the flu that you got? No, the only reason we're talking about this because we're in a vortex is because we it's been a deadly disease that's changed the course of our of our nation, our world, and we've attached unwittingly because we're dumb dumbs a moral value to it. So like you're trying to figure out the disease and what it means because you feel like you have to. But dude, you never did that when you got strep. You're like, so my wife got strep. Like, you've never had this conversation about any other illness in your entire life. Well, strep, yeah, because once one kid gets strep, they everybody gets strep in the house, right? Just rips through you. Strips. All I mean to say is... I agree with you. What you're saying is funny. It's funny, but it's also weird. It's so weird. We're just sick. It's like an alternate universe. Like, some, some of us, like, like, COVID rejectors. Like, I heard someone say that the other day. Where you been? Like, oh, I'm sick. He just refuses to be like, I'm not going to join. I'm not going to have a story about my COVID experience. Well, it's why, it's why I'm going to have a story for sure. But the story. So, by the way, yeah. so my wife gets super upset with me when I say that I don't know if I have COVID because <laughs> she feels like I gave her COVID. And then she told me last night that you are too. You're not treating it like an STD, like HPV. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> you gave it to me. And I'm like sitting there like, what does it matter? Right. And I'm sitting there. I'm going, it doesn't matter who gave it to me or who gave it to you. Just give it to her. Just be like, you a hundred percent. I have COVID. That's just what you should do. Well, okay. So I, I, I have to kind of say that now, but okay. So, so this is what she tells me last night. Yeah. She thinks that, you know, I'm a salesman. Right. And I don't know. She's trying path. to find patient zero and, and find the meaning. Because we're all doing that. Well, okay. yeah, she's trying. No, but she's here's the meaning of it. The meaning of it is she says to me, I'm too good to get COVID and only lesser people get COVID. And she has COVID. Therefore, she's a lesser person. Therefore, I'm calling her a lesser person by not admitting that I had COVID because there, I don't and, know if I had COVID. And there it is, the COVID morality. Right. The morality <laughs> trap. I don't know if I had COVID because I didn't test. I can assume that I might have had COVID. Yeah. And I don't know. If I could have gotten into Harvard, because I didn't take the tests. <laughs> Kidding. I, I took it. Well I didn't do well. Tests either, by the way. <laughs> At all. Um, but asymmetrical tests, I'm your guy. Um, yeah, you, you you don't want me to perform inside the box? I'm good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, build do the box. No, I can build the box you guys really. can test inside. Um, yeah. Well, exciting time. So uh, I was sick for a few days. Then I got better rapidly. And then I got to about 90% and that's where my body's decided to stay. So I'm 90% better, which means that I go, I can do a regular day's work and kind of put around the house. And then at like seven at night, I'm like, I think I'm going to, I think I need to sleep. I'm like, I might sleep right now. I'm like, we're falling asleep at the wheel. Exactly. <laughs> so the good thing the wheel is all inside of the house. My wife, on the other hand, she got the sickest because she got like a strep like throat situation. 
And she thought she was all better. And now she's just kind of stalled. I think she stalled more like at 80%, though. Like, she was looking like she was tracking for 90, and she just bounced, failed right back to 80. Yeah, I'm with her. Are you? Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, I don't feel I don't feel 90. I don't feel 80. Really? But, but the, the problem was, is I went into this probably the healthiest I've ever been in my life, right? And I was on fire. In fact, I was doing this training program, and the yeah. training program, the final day was on Saturday and I got sick on Friday. So I don't even know where to go back into the training program. Like, yeah. do I go just do the final day? So now I spend an entire week not doing any of the exercises that I've been yeah, doing. Because it because it's, it costs you to go upstairs. Why, how, you can't get on an exercise bike. Exactly. Right? Okay, so but I got on the Peloton yesterday for the first time. Yeah. And my wife's like, how was it? And I'm like, well, I didn't try to do a class. I just got on and just kind of pedaled. Yeah, I figure for 30 minutes, I can just pedal, maybe get my heart rate around 100, something like that. Yeah. You know, she asked, well, how was it? And I said, I felt like, you know, that feeling, that sweat you get when you're breaking the fever? <laughs> yeah. Having PTSD. And I'm like, I'm sweating. Oh, I must be breaking my fever. I'm like, this is good. Wait a minute. And I feel like crud. I'm like, so, so dude, yesterday it was I like noon. super good. And then like two days ago, I have, uh, while I'm sleeping, I have, I'm having really weird nights actually. Yes. Where like I'm having like super intense dreams, yes. and like a couple nights ago, I had I, I had this thing where I had gaspy breath, where like I had shortness of breath basically. I, I thought was, you said gassy breath, you gaspy, gasping, breath? gaspy breath. Okay, got it. So like no, I had shortness of breath where I was like, in, at least in my dreams, right? I don't know because when you're sleeping, you never know if it was every five minutes or if it only happened twice. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. But I would just, I would just be like. <gasps> And I have to take like a huge breath. Right. Like I you're dreaming, like, you're drowning, and you yes. finally get to the top. And of I kept doing that. And so I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Well, I hope that's not a symptom of something more. Well, I mean, it's straight up COVID symptoms. Shortness of breath is the thing. And it's one of the original COVID like variants. Like it's a huge thing. That's what people die of is like can't breathe because their lungs are inflamed and et cetera, et cetera. But, but, uh, nah, it's not. I mean, I'm, I slept fine last night except for the crazy dreams. My, uh, my sister in law got COVID. And so she, she and her sisters all text all the time and they have this like ongoing text chain that yeah. they, they were their whole family. And I, which I can't stand. One time I got stuck in that vortex and I'm like, oh my gosh, tell them to stop. Get me out of here. And it's, <laughs> it's because they, it's all stuff they find funny. And yeah. it is generally funny people. Like yeah. they're, they're pretty funny people, very sarcastic. Yeah. Um, but it's just not, it's just not like, I don't like sarcastic stuff in my, in my constant feed. And it's like, ding, 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 <laughs> ding. I'm like, dude, these Have people. you tried the mute feature? It works pretty well. Yeah. I just, well, <laughs> thankfully they don't add me anymore, but one, but they're like talking about, well, so every night now the the sister-in-law who was waking up with COVID would detail her strange dream. One of the dreams was oh, wow. that she was a homeless person in New York and she was laying on the ground uh, trying to find warmth in the concrete. And that was like her dream. Like oh. She's never even been to New York. I don't think she's ever slept on concrete. That, so yeah. how, how her brain came up with that, I don't even I know. I don't know. That's, uh, that's intense. But, you know, it is. It is intense. But happy times. You know, we're, it's, it's we're intense. Better. Camping. Yeah. It's a dad joke. <laughs> Camping was intense. <laughs> uh, oh, brother. Uh. Oh, good. By the yeah, way, I have, so I have, I have, have you taken attack. your lights down at your house? Wait, you did. You you decided to just have that one. We do the projector lights. Yeah, that's um, smart. They're not even. Our, you know, I I like them. I do. I like them. But uh, I can't take them down um, because I don't have the energy. So I have like, I'm waiting for the HOA to like send me a nasty letter because I took down like the extension cords that turn them all on. Yeah. That took me like two hours. And then I got down a couple strands of it and I'm like, that took me another hour. So after three hours, I've got the electricity pulled, but I still have like all, you know, I probably 20% done. All right. So I have a Disneyland story for you. Oh, did you go? I'm going this Saturday. <gasps> I'm pretty happy because we all got sick before, so we're good to go. Oh, the whole family's going? Uh, the whole family's going. Oh, good. But the, here's the context of the story. Wait, do I, you, you don't have your golden pass anymore, do no, you? No, here's the deal. So, like, when I left Disney, I hoarded, like, because in addition to the pass that I had when you worked at Disney, they also give you paper tickets a couple times a year. Okay, These cool. tickets are meant to be stuff you can give family and friends um, if you want, or you can use, use them if you want. Um, in addition to the past because there's some days where the past is not allowed, but you can have paper tickets 
so that they can limit the number of paper. I don't know. Whatever. Got it. Anyway, uh, I had accrued a handful of these for the last couple of holidays because I'm like, I think I might leave this job here in a minute. And and so before you leave, the thing the thing you go do is you go print your paper tickets. You know what I mean? So right. I printed all these tickets off, right? And then and then the, and then Disney shuts down. I get furloughed, and um, I get a new job. But like Disney doesn't reopen forever, <laughs> and and they're timestamps. So like these tickets are like used before, and they give you a couple years. But dude, COVID went forever. So I had right. these tickets that were already eighteen months old, and and then they expired. Boom, boom. And then another so six, set that expired? And then another six months goes by, expired. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just seeing you a know, couple, I took a my couple kids thousand there. dollars of tickets just like yeah, expire, expensive. right? And then the 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 mechanism by which you know what day you can use your tickets, there was this website that used to tell us, and then that didn't work. And then I just was like, well, I guess we're never going to Disneyland again. <laughs> that's that's what I concluded. Anyway, that's your conclusion. One of my own friends at Disney posts a joke on Disney. It's actually not a joke, but it's satirical. Um, he did a chart of what it, what it was to be to go to Disney before as an employee, as opposed to what it is now. And it was like a, there's a chart with like four four bullet points on it. Now a chart like 28 over here, right? <laughs> but but it was accurate. It was it was a joke, but it was it was accurate. Right. So I click through and I look at these pictures and I'm like, wait. And it makes a reference to this new website where you have to go to redeem your tickets. And I'm like, I I, I messaged my friend. I'm like, hey. Where's that website? And he's like, oh, and he sends me the link. So I go on the link and I'm like, oh, there's this place where I can put in tickets uh, uh, for Disneyland. So I go and I'm like, what's the next available date? And it's like January 29th. So I go to the 29th and and then I have these stack of tickets. Now I haven't thrown away the expired tickets. I just have them. Right. And I'm like, I'm cheap. <laughs> right. So I'm like, I'm going to try those first. They worked? They worked. <laughs> so nice. So now, so like I took our oldest tickets are now a year expired tickets and um and we got in. So we're going to go to Disneyland this Saturday. Awesome. Um so but in the intervening time period On Saturday? Yes. But in the intervening time period they've changed fast passes. So fast passes don't exist anymore. You have to pay for that. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Which is a huge bummer, I think. I think it's a huge I think it's the I think it's a mistake. I do. I think it, it, the, it's always going to be a rich man's place, but it was an affordable luxury and people could save for it. But the idea that you're going to save for it, show up with, spend three grand, and the person that spent four grand gets to go on all the rides and you don't, I, I think it's a mistake. So I thought that the original idea of a fast pass was to get people out of the lines into the stores. Well, I, I, I thought that the original idea of the fast pass was, <clears throat> if, if it was me, the original idea, if I was pitching it, I would say, if, if everybody tries to use a fast pass, it won't work. But most people are lazy and they feel better ha- knowing that they could have used a fast pass, even if they don't. Because I did. I would, if, I stand, if I stood in the line for an hour and a half, I knew I could have tried harder and gotten a fast pass. And so right. I felt better about it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Well, we used to do, we had like, so Clark is the king of, uh, my brother Clark, he's the king of like figuring out the systems. Yeah. 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 And back when fast passes were originally, there were two kind of passes, right? There's the fast pass. Okay. And then there's the companion pass. Do you remember those? The bounce back for the kid, the baby yeah. thing? So yeah, you yeah. go up, mom yeah. and dad go up. Yeah. Only one, you, you know, there's two kids. One's too small to go on the ride. So he stays, he, she stays back with the kid. They give you a companion pass that allows you to go on as a fast pass person. Cool. Right? Yeah, yeah. And you can do that with the fast pass. So it used to be back in the very first days of fast pass where you could go in Disneyland, you could do Disneyland or California Adventure, and you could only get one fast pass in each park at a time until you used it. That's right. Okay. Again, so it doesn't really solve the problem, but it gives you the perception of solving the problem because it gives you one ride that you love and you feel like you're getting value, blah, blah, blah. But they had, uh, well, there's all this other stuff too, right? Because there's, there's, there's rides that are like just pump people through. Okay. Like Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah, yeah. Haunted Mansion, those rides, <laughs> even with the long lines, they're short. Yeah. Right? And then there's other rides like Splash Mountain. Uh, there's just nothing you can do to make them go fast. Yeah, you can't really make it. So a fast pass there looks really good. So you yeah. get your fast passes to those instead of the others. Anyway, we used to do a thing where we'd we'd run and the, always the longest fast pass ride was either Indiana Jones or Space Mountain. So we'd run and we'd get those first thing in the morning. Or Peter Pan. Yeah. And, well, yeah, Peter Pan. Why is there a fast pass? No, I don't know, but so I, we've got listeners that love Peter Pan. 
So I love be, Peter Pan. It's careful. a great ride, but it's definitely not a three-hour wait. I have ride. no idea. I don't understand it. Keep going. Okay, so <laughs> then you run across to California Adventure because back then you didn't. They didn't know which park you were. Oh, in. they didn't talk to each other. No. Oh, that's fun. So then you get you run over there and you get the Radiator Springs one, right? Yeah, yeah. That's always a super long the ride. Cars ride. Yeah. By the way, the secret to that ride, the real hack for that one is always, even with your family, go on the single rider. Single rider line. Because that one is fast. Yeah. So you, but man, you could stand in the other line for three, four Ever. hours. Forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So then now you have a fast pass. And the other part about the fast pass was you didn't have to use it at the time. It was just that, you know, they have the window, like say one to one to two or whatever it was. Okay. You didn't have to use it within that window. You only had to <clears> use it after one, whatever the first number was. Oh, that's fun. Well, so that. you could gather that's up. That's back then though. Yeah. Right? You could yeah. gather up four or five fast passes. And then use those at the busiest time during the day. Well, all right. But now You're champions. it gets so complicated. You can't, they, the two parks talk to each other, so that doesn't work. That hack doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Oh, and then the other part was is you would go up as a parent, and whether or not you were staying back or not, you'd always get the companion pass. So you could actually do the ride twice with a fast pass. Mm. Because they'll let you go with all your kids. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. uh, up to four. Up to four people. Okay. The greatest one was... So thanks to people like you, Yes, we now all have to pay for fast passes. <laughs> no, but see, I believe... I, in, the, in the beginning... No, 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 I'm not mad at you. But I wanted to say the thing, which is, because our tickets are free, we're going to spend the money. We're doing the fast pass. We're paying for No, you for should. It. And we're going to go on the cool rides, and, and, the, and they'll be the last time. Wait, have you been forever. on the new... Have you been, you've been to Star Wars Line, right? Yeah, but I haven't been on Rise of the Resistance. Dude. Yeah, and that's, that's actually the whole reason why I'm going to pay for the fast pass. I'm well, gonna pay for it because when I was going to COVID, they didn't like allow it. Hour, it's like a three-hour wait or something insane. And they so, didn't allow the fast passes. They weren't fast passes uh, when we went in October. To when do we go? We it was right September. Okay. And because it was COVID, so they had a thing where you had to like get on at noon or at eight in the morning. I can't remember which, and you had to like get in line. It was a virtual line. Yeah, yeah, but that virtual line is now monetized. I think. Which I okay. But, so. uh, dude, Rise of the Resistance, don't think of it as a ride. Think of it as an experience. I hear you. I can't wait. It's the only thing I haven't done at Disney, I think. I mean, at least the only thing I want to do that I haven't done at Disney. It's pretty impressive. There's and a bunch of stuff land, that I just drag my feet on. Star like Wars Land. Tiki Lounge. And they spent <laughs> $2 billion between the two parks um, for Star Wars Land. I think it was worth every penny. Because, honestly, that's really cool. they did so good. It's so cool. But but I, I've been three times, but I have never been on Rise of the Resistance because I went before that. My sons actually went on Rise of the Resistance like two days before they closed Disneyland for COVID. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> so, oh, and they're I like, Dad, you got to go. It's amazing. I'm like, oh, I got to go. But I, So now now, oh, you're gonna now two it. years on, I will it go. It's pretty impressive. I, I liked it. It's a definitely a different experience. It's not really a ride f- a feel to it as much as it is yeah. an experience. And it's good. And they did a good job. They did a really good job. I even like the what's, what's the Millennium Falcon one called? Uh, uh, Smuggler's Run. I love that. It's a fun ride. It is fun, and it's like you know, it's a video game that you're that you get to play with three or four other people, yeah. and it's enough interaction where it's actually kind of like, and there's enough satisfying buttons in that in that thing. Where you have just, you always been? Are you a ride park guy or a theme park guy? Well, until you just said it, I didn't know there was a difference, but a difference. I would say theme park. Okay. Have you always been a theme park guy? Because when I was a kid, my highest aspiration in life was to go to Magic Mountain. Well, now I live near Magic Mountain, which is kind of crazy. And you never go. And never go. <laughs> I don't think I've been there in 20 years. <laughs> but when I was a kid, years. I wanted to go on the craziest, raddest ride yeah. um, at, at, the, at the most muscular ride I can't ride do park. it anymore. My head gets all weird. Yeah, I know. Me too. But nauseous. but before I even knew there was a difference between a theme and ride park, a guy asked me that question. Like when I was in my young late twenties, he's like, "Hey, are you ride park a theme park guy?" And I'm like, "Ride park." And he looked at me like sad. She's like, "Yeah, you're not you're not an exalted human being like me." <laughs> yeah, how many other theme parks are there? Well, there's now there's at least two. Right before it was, well, it was like Disneyland and nobody, but now thanks to Harry Potter Land, I think that you can oh. for sure count. Universal as a as a theme park now. Uh, have you been to Universal lately? I mean, I've been a couple years California. ago. California, it's, it's lame. No, it's it's mostly it's it's mostly not great. 
Yeah. Except that Harry Potter village is amazing. It's okay. Yeah. So, but no, it's not okay. The it's, Harry Potter that Harry land. Potter rivals or exceeds Star Wars land. No, not even close. No, no. So good. Come on, dude. Rival dude. or exceeds? No way. Yes. And in it, its immersion, there's two lame rides. In its immersive, I don't care about the rides. The rides are terrible. But the theme park, but even the immersive part about it, like amazing. The one of the beauties of of Disney is the ability to keep like the backstage backstage, and you know they have all these colors that that keep you from looking around, uh, you know, and seeing the 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 fact that these are all facades. Uh, they didn't do that there. There's too many like corners that you go around and like, oh, there's backstage. You know what I mean? Like they didn't do that. Oh man, they spent. Uh, did, they went. Did you eat lunch in the Harry Potter Land? Yeah, and I liked it. Yeah. I liked Harry like, Potter. Like the food Land, was but, super good. The food but dude, was dude, I would say. Then they had the weird floating candles. Like, it was beautiful. I just thought it was I really thought beautiful. it was great. But and then, I think did you go to the bathroom there? I'm, de- I'm dead serious. I did, actually. Did you hear the girl, like, running around making yeah. noise? That yeah. was super Moaning cool, Myrtle. man. Yeah. So it was, uh, <laughs> I would give it 90%. Okay. Nah, maybe not. 85. I'm going to say 85. However, I have heard that the one in Florida... It's bigger and better and awesome. Yeah, and in fact, my bro- uh, my brother Clark just took his family there. Yeah, and uh, they said that it, it was amazing. Now they 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 have a whole train, the Hogwarts yeah. train that takes you there, but it's a park hopper thing, and so it actually makes you buy if you want to go take the Hogwarts Express to Harry Potter Land, you have to buy a ticket to the other Harry Potter Lands, like a different park. And he was, you know, he's he's cheap, and he did not like that at all. But he, you know, like he normally does, he found a way around it. <laughs> well, I mean, he, I think he he ended up doing it, but he found some way around it that made him like, you know, feel good about it. But so, he did six days of theme parks in Florida, and I said, "How'd it go?" And he goes, "My parks. kids had a lot of fun." <laughs> I'm like, "Really?" He goes, "Well, I think I would have rather gone to Thailand because it's about the same price." Yeah. No, I don't. Look, I, I've been to Disneyland a lot. I'm a fan. It's, it's some of our best family members, literally our best family members are at Disneyland. So I'm not beefing with Disneyland when I say that I, you know, I don't, the idea of going for more than one day is just like, yeah, it's tough. I'm, like I'm like, wow. I, well, we did three days you, in you September. Eight miles a day. You know what I mean? Or, or 10 or 12. Well, I told you about this. I mean, and you told us the story about how you spent the money for your, uh, your parents. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And, uh. What what's that the California what's that hotel there? In, Just the Disney Disney Hotel is the one we went to. Oh we, we did the to, we, we did the, the California, California one. The one We went to the blue one, not the not the brown one. We went to the brown one. What's yeah. that one called? The Grand California. Grand California. Oh yeah. dude, it's awesome. I love that. Anyway, the uh Clark said that there's thirty of those kinds of hotels in Florida. And I was like, What? Oh yeah. So, no, it, yeah. But I already told you the thing about how they don't have six times the attractions they have the same amount of rides at disneyland just cut up amongst six parks yeah and then they have a lot of filler yeah <laughs> and so it's like i asked not, them when it, i was a kid it's, it's very impressive and just in the size it's fun for that right but but if you want bang for your buck man disneyland's a place to go so i i wanted to go to epcot really bad when i was a kid because we yeah, lived in new york it's and, cool. and the florida side it's is where everybody cool. went yeah. Well, I asked Clark, so what was Epcot like? And his answer was, not so great. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, uh, Amazon. And I'm like, what? He says, Epcot is really like an adventure of the world where you're going to different restaurants. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, in, the, different it's places. the different locations of the world. Which right, is with different shops and stuff like that. And he goes, with Amazon, I can get all that stuff on Amazon for a quarter of the cost. So why? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like immersive by it. villages. I guess yeah, immersive. Said, like the French village, you're like... They have French people working there. <clears throat> yeah, he didn't like it. Yeah. I'm I mean, a, fa- I'm a okay. fan of Epcot. He loved uh, Animal Kingdom, though. Oh, yeah. I haven't been on the Pandora ride that came after, and I heard that's pretty great. Yeah, he said it but was really But when I was good. there, it's just a zoo. Right? And, then, and then I guess <laughs> uh, they call their Disneyland Magic Kingdom. Yes. But Star Wars Land is not a Magic Kingdom. It's in Hollywood. What's that called? That's the California... Cal- Disney, no, it's Disney. Hollywood Studios or something. I know, but it's, so it's the Disney's it. California portion of the parks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think so. So when we went, we did that. I already said this, but I could spend a lot of time in Disneyland. I can't spend that much time over in the other one. Oh, I said, yeah. But you said that's your favorite one, right? It is. 
Yeah, it is. I mean, that's a great ride, though. It's it's been muddled by the fact that the Star Wars land is now cool. Wait, have you done the Spider Man ride yet? No. Oh, so you're gonna do that one? No. Uh, we're gonna try. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. So you got park hoppers? I'm sure that'll be. <clears throat> we do. It's a fun ride. It's definitely I'm sure that'll fun. be important to my son. So, because we we love the Buzz Lightyear ride, my kids yeah, love to get on there too. and get that's the highest ride. scores or whatever. Even though it's such a silly ride. Yeah, it's a very Buzz Lightyear-y. So you are a theme park guy. See. But I, I think I always have. Well, I think I, in, during my teenage years, I would have probably said I, if I had known the difference. I just thought they were all the same thing. Yeah, uh, I would have done rides just because. Did you go to any such things in New York when you're when yeah, you? Yeah, I did the Six Flags in New York when I lived there. Is there a Six Flags in New York? Yeah, I remember sitting on a roller coaster that went literally straight up, and then it goes over a. You get into it, and it tips you back ninety degrees, so you're going up. So you're facing the sky. Yeah, so you're facing up. And then it goes over the top, and then you go straight down. Yeah. And I remember sitting in the line of that ride, and it has, like, as far as, like, a theme for the park goes, Yeah, it just had exits. Like, this is the last chance. (laughs) And they would, like, death ahead. Yeah. You know, if you're, you know, if you're pregnant, you know, you don't ride this ride. Uh, You know, if you have a heart problem, don't ride this ride. If you're scared, this is your exit, right? So all it did was go straight up, straight down. At the bottom, it goes into a corkscrew forward. It stops and corkscrew backwards. That was the whole ride. Wow. That's fun. That's a good ride. It was a good, terrifying ride. (laughs) That sounds terrifying. And it was terrifying because it goes up so slow and it's got that clicking noise. So one one time my family went to uh, Mormon night at Magic Mountain. And my brother and I... There's such a thing? uh, There was back in the day. And I, uh, I was... So he was... 10 or under, maybe 10. And I was, uh, so that makes me 12 or whatever. I, I don't know exactly how old I was. Right. But, I, but I remember just being like, ride park, ride park, <laughs> ride park. And I was so excited. And then I was like, there's one ride that takes you upside down. It has a loop-de-loop. And I was like, a loop-de-loop? <laughs> that sounds terrifying. So then I go. And now, So because we're with my family and not with friends, right. um, I'm like, I'm relying on my little brother to be my, he's my wingman. You know what I mean? And so I, I get there and I'm confronted with the reality that he is not, he's scared of some of this stuff and doesn't want to go on all of it. And I was like, I got to go on revolution. It has a loop to loop. And so I talk him into going to revolution. Oh no. <laughs> so we get on the ride and, and he's, he agrees to it. They do the seatbelt thing. Then we wait there and then you shuttle out of the thing and we start going up the thing. Chunk, 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 oh, chunk. No. And, <laughs> And I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, my brother goes, help. No way. Help. He starts saying help. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, we're still close enough to the thing that someone might stop. And, and so, as a dutiful older brother, I do what any dutiful older brother would do. Shut up. I was like, shut up, quiet. He's like, help. <laughs> So then I lunge across and I cover his mouth with my hand. Oh, and he's going, he... <laughs> <laughs> and, then, the worst. and then he starts licking my hand so that I'll take it away. <laughs> and so I, I hold it there while we go up the mountain, like dunk, 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 dunk. And then once we get to the top, I realize it's in the name. It's a roller coaster. Like once you're over the tip of the thing, there's no brakes. Like we're going. Yeah, you're you know going. What I mean? And I also realize I'm not gonna hear him scream up here. So he gets to the top. I take my hand away. He's like, ah! <laughs> and then we go down that ride, and it was a great ride. And I went upside down, and he was pretty pissed. Was he? He was pissed. At you? Yeah, yeah. He wasn't. I don't know if he remembers that story. You know, because everyone remembers their own things. But well, it's why he hates you now. <laughs> How long's it been since he talked to you? Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Do you I remember, remember, do you remember the being last... super terrified by a ride? Do you remember being like, I can't do this? Yeah, all of them. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I'd, so you I'd, like I'd... them, but you're terrified of them. Yeah, and it's kind of like this mind over matter thing. I have to tell you about the time, speaking of like like that terror feeling, you know? Yeah. So we went to, uh, we were in there, um, Chicago. And uh, the first time it was me and my son, Liam. And we had gone for the dedication of this building at the University of Illinois for my grandfather, which he and I are both named after. So it was kind of cool. But then like on the way home, like before we went, took off, we did a day in Chicago, did the yeah. pizza, did the bean, did all the other cool stuff in Chicago. And one of the things is 
used to be the Sears Tower. I think it's called the Willis Tower now, right? So you go to the top and the observation. Have you ever been to the top of that? Uh, Sears Tower. Yes. Okay. So back in the day, it was just look out, you know, and they had a little gift shop out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was 360. You could walk around. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's what I remember. I was young. I was visiting my sister and we went there, I think. Okay. So now yeah. they have this step out where you can wait in line and you can step out. Now, keep in mind, the way the, this is formed, yeah. there's one side of the building where you can look down 113 stories straight down, right? Yeah. Before it was, you're looking out the window, kind of looking kinda down. Kind of angling down. You can kind of see down. Now you're stepping out onto a three-foot ledge that, with a glass I'm bottom. assuming it's glass. I thought that's where you're headed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I have an Apple Watch on, okay? This entire time, <laughs> I'm there with my son, yeah. and I'm like, I got to be brave. Right? Yeah, can't, can't, he well, wants to son, do it. He doesn't seem scared at all. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, I'm scared of heights in the sense that it gets my heart rate going, you know, and, and I don't like, especially man-made heights. I don't mind cliffs, strangely enough, which, because for some reason, I just think, well, that's natural versus non-natural, yeah. you know, what's going to happen. And then I always have the inevitable thought. I would have thought, to be erosion to fall down that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I always have the thought in a man-made one, like, what would happen if I jumped? I don't know why. I... I've always had that. Yeah, no, and just you talking about it gives me that weird the sensation in, in like the base of my spine where I'm like, <laughs> the willies in the Willis Tower. Uh, I get the willies so bad on heights. Okay, so I'm not afraid of heights. We're, I'm afraid of falling from heights. <laughs> so be clear. Very good distinction. Okay, so we're in line, and I'm terrified of widths. And we're <laughs> we're standing. <laughs> I'm terrified of widths. Yeah, uh, that's so funny. <laughs> okay, so I, we're standing in line. It comes up to us, and I'm like, "Hey, buddy, you ready?" And he goes, "Yeah, I'm ready." And we go, and I'm like, all in my mind, I'm just mantraing. This is a mantra in my head. It's all in my head. It's all in my head. It's all in my head. Like, yeah, this is. So I step out onto this thing without hesitation. <laughs> yeah, completely being Bold. brave. Yes, and all of a sudden, the alarm on my iWatch starts going crazy. <laughs> like, warning. <laughs> Warning. I'm looking down. I was like, heart rate, jump, heart rate. I'm like, what is going on? Like at the exact moment I went out there, my watch is going crazy because my heart rate went from like, you know, 80 to 100. Steam starts coming out of your watch. It's freaky. Yeah, so you're, so you're freaked out about heights. So that's not the one that has like the slide that you can rent where you get on like a, no, like a towel and slide out. Yeah, but that's that. So that's the library tower here in LA. Oh, that's here? Yeah, they just made it. Oh, but fun. it's also kind of weird because it's really not that tall compared. Well, but I mean, I mean, it's like 70 to be... stories versus 113. Did you say 70? I think so. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. And yeah, you, go out, you go out at the top. It's like, and you go and you just kind of like take a little carpet ride in this glass thing. By the way, so the if you look up the Willis <laughs> Tower and you look up like broken glass. So what happens is, is there's this frame of super thick grass with glass, which is the the structure of it right? yeah and then they have on the floor they have a smaller tempered piece of glass that that is there just for the floor and so okay. i was looking at youtube videos and there's this one of this whole group getting out there and that broke okay dude that broke can you imagine i cannot imagine I like they're like wild horses would not keep me away from that Elevator and kissing the ground. I'd oh, be out of that. I'd oh, they out of that. all thought they were dead. Yeah. They thought that. So for yeah. some reason, so what it is is that tempered piece of glass gets scratched. So every six months or so, they actually just replace it. But but in this case, they... <laughs> they, they, they didn't. Yeah. So related, uh, it's different, but it's related. There, there are these videos that you can see sometimes where they've built a similar setup, but, but not being on the height. Like it's, but it's TV screens down below. And they have 3G, 3D generated images of being oh, at those freaky. heights. And and they have they have these things like sometimes where they where they activate. And so like people are standing and all of a sudden they they blink to like they coming toward you one by one, the TVs will blink toward like you falling off of a waterfall and people freaking run for their lives, even though they know that oh, they're in a room. Oh, I've seen those. They're in China. They even they know that they're in a room. It's just, it just, your instinct is get away from the edge. Yeah. Uh, they're in China. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's some crazy pants banana sauce right yeah, there. Yeah, it is crazy pants banana sauce. By the way, the 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 photo that you get up there is worth paying for, in my opinion. Oh, I never pay for the photo. William's showing me a website of people standing on the three three foot ledge. So. And so you get the photo, <sighs> and the, the, the way like they the no, way I they make the, the photo, the it makes it looks like you're sitting on a on nothing. Because of the way the angle of the photo doesn't Willies. get the glass. So it just looks like you're literally sitting out in the air. It's pretty cool. Whew. Yeah. So. I will post it on my Okay. So the, the most time, the biggest time I got the willies. Okay. So there's, there's a ridiculous, the last time I totally freaked out on a ride. It was, it's a core memory of my son. I don't even know how old he was. So, so I was with Josh and we were on a ride and it was like, it was not a high quality ride. It was like a, like you would expect this to be on a traveling carnival kind of ride right it it was at lagoon, <laughs> lagoon. it's at lagoon uh, you say lagoon just burned down uh no that burned down dude the whole thing oh, a lot of it um it was at lagoon and it's what it is it is a and is a simple ferris wheel right right so it's giant going up and down wheel but then the individual car the c- containers of the ferris wheel um are closed they're encaged right so you're encaged and then you sit on a bench and then there is a single leather strap that's a belt. That's what I say when it's like carnival level. It's not like there's no shoulder yeah. this or that. Right. And it's, it's like, like a leather buckle strap. the belt. Yeah. It's like buckle the belt. And it's literally like a belt buckle. It's like a, like a giant metal belt buckle. So you buckle that thing. But inside the cage, so the cage is on a is on a hinge, and inside the cage they have a handle. Oh. And you can make it so you flip yourself yes. upside down. Yeah, you hold right? it as you're going through the Ferris wheel. Yeah. And then you can let it go and now it's spinning. And, and then you're spinning, oh, right? Yeah, right? I've been on that. Okay. Hate it. Hate so, it. So, <laughs> so my son is like, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm like, which okay, son? Okay. This is me and Josh. Okay. And so I kind of try to let him do it. And then I just, I completely like blinding white light can't let him do it. And I'm like fighting him for it. And he sees me. A grown man totally freaking out about being upside down with the prospect of this leather strap holding me and him in place. I'm like, no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. And he's like, I'm going to do it. And so then we fought. Wait, the whole... it doesn't... Well, hold on. I thought it had a cage around it, too. It does have a cage around it. But just the idea of me being upside down at like 50 feet in the air, I, my body would not let me do it. And so the <laughs> whole the whole ride was him, him trying to do it, me fighting him, and then both of us laughing hysterically. Me because I'm embarrassed. Him because he's never seen me totally freak out before. <laughs> and, and we just laughed the whole time. How old was he? Uh, he was young. He was young. Okay, I don't so know have you old. ever been on the Ferris wheel? Not at- like. He was old enough to fight me for it, so he must have been ten-ish. I don't know how old he was. Oh yeah, old enough to fight and torture you. Yes, yes. So, did you ever see the? Uh, did you ever been on the Ferris wheel at Disneyland Adventure over on yes. Pixar Pier? Yes, yes, yes. yes Dude, that one's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. It is terrifying yeah. because you have no control. You have no control. You're and just, all of a sudden, you're, on you're a like skate. on these rollers, moving towards the edge, and I'm like, ah! and it goes, and you're just swinging out there. So here's the thing. <laughs> I could force myself to do a lot of things by just saying this is a mental exercise in telling myself like the terror is yes. not part of your brain. There's yes. two parts where I've decided that I'm not worth doing anymore. One, if the line is so long yeah. that I have to, that the terror, that like just, there's a certain point where the terror just over, overruns me and says, I'm done. Right. Okay. On that, on the, on the chicago willis tower thing it was literally like oh we're standing in line for you know 30 minutes but i wasn't thinking about it until the moment we had to step onto it so it was really just that moment okay but that one at disneyland on uh at disney uh uh california adventure yeah well that, that dude that line is forever it's a very long it's a very run, long line you just can't it's put deceptively a lot of long because it doesn't look that long yeah but it just takes forever but you think about it okay so they yeah, put one person they put your group entry, into yeah. the little cage yeah right and then they stop it and they put your next group onto the little cage uh, now by the time you get to the top and they're stopping to get the people out of the cage at the bottom and put the new people in right now yeah. all of a sudden you're on this free floating track inside the stupid ferris wheel that you feel like you're gonna fall off. I hate that one a lot. Yeah, my my little brother told the whole story about how terrified he was, and like their whole family was just like weeping and wailing, and he was like holding on to his kids because it felt like he's gonna lose his kids off the edge. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's a terrible one. Well, I did not like that one. All right, so we've 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 talked about Have you been to London? testing. Have What's you that? been on that Ferris wheel in London? Uh, the I no, I've been I've been to it, but I didn't go on Isn't it. Isn't it like 
It's the tallest one, right? I don't know. It's big. I wonder what that one's like. It's big. It's right there, though. I didn't realize how central a bunch of the major uh, landmarks of London were, but it explains why there that th- that scene shows up in every movie because, like, the, there's an important bridge there. There's the Eye of London, which is that thing. The Tower of London is no tower's not there. Not the Tower of London. That weird Big Ben is there. Right. Parliament is there. Like, and, and isn't it, that and it's like other a block from super the spacey looking one that looks like a and it looks like a spherical needle or something. You know? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I was there at night. I've never been. I've never been to London, so London's fine. I can see that. You know, one. part of the problem with having really, really competent um, movies, videos, YouTube, and even virtual reality is I when I go to these really beautiful places that you've seen a ton of, they are not more. They're they're what you've seen. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, really? Yeah. Like London is. Yeah, that's I've what I've had like. that experience. I've never, I've never felt like it's always a better, better to be there, but I, ha- I, it's a problem I have. It's a problem I have. We'll call it the Epcot Center problem, where it's like <laughs> Amazon, where it's like that. It re- they, they really do secure the vibe of places and those little exhibits. It's really weird, but I mean, is it cool to go to London? Yeah, no, that's no, cool. I'm sure somebody out there is like, I spent my life in London. You're crazy. I'm like, fine, okay, I get it. And I will say the, is it the Piccadilly? Is that what it's called? Piccadilly Square. There's like a giant. That one that went from bed knobs and broomsticks. There's a giant famous mall, which was actually surprisingly uh, impressive, uh, just for what it was. Which was, uh, I'm I'm googling it right now. Uh. Uh, but that was actually super impressive. Portobello Road. Oh, that's the one in Bread Knobs and Broomsticks. Um, I can't, I don't know the name of it, but there was a super duper impressive mall there that had Harrods and a bunch of other places in it. And it was impressive just for its, it was like, yeah, I think it's Pilkadoos, I think it's Piccadilly Circus. Like it's a crossroads and then there's a mall adjacent. I don't know. Anyway, it was, it was, what was impressive about this mall wasn't that it, it was, it was a lot more authentic. Like in 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 the states, you have your ten stores that you have in every mall, and you have your hot dog on a stick that you have in every mall. Like there, like they had giant, huge stores that were stuff I've never seen before that were all their own style, and then and then and then their quote unquote food court was like these enormous, incredible restaurants. <laughs> like it was a very impressive place. But do anyway. you remember? Uh, did you ever go to Macy's in New York? No. That's an experience. Is it? Uh, awesome. They have all the w- old wood escalators and stuff like that. Pretty cool. The other one was, which is not there anymore, which was totally worth doing. It was probably the best tourist attraction I thought at New York when I lived there was uh, F.A.R. Swartz. Oh, yeah. The toy store. The toy store with, yeah. the, you know, from, from, from that Tom Hanks. From Big. Movie. Yeah. Hey, I have one quick question before we end. Um, yeah. Longest, longest movie that felt like a long movie. That felt like a long movie? Yeah. It, you, I said Bedknobs and Broomsticks earlier, and it brought up a, a memory of a oh, movie gosh. that first seemed, for some reason, every time I watched it, felt like it was the longest movie I ever seen. Okay. Even though I love it, even though I love it, the last 30 minutes of, of Monty Python's Holy Grail feels like an eternity. <laughs> like after the, after the rabbit, I'm like, are we still going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, I get you there. I'm with you. But on that one, I kind of feel like it's a compilation of skits and maybe not a movie you're supposed to watch all at yeah, once. Maybe not. Because, yeah. man, the, the last half an hour, I'm like, holy crap. I, I, in fact, I, I can't count the number of times that I have not finished that movie. Like, I get I to the rabbit. I'm like, on your computer. It's stressing me out. Oh, wow. I did. I did. On, the, on your uh, left side. Yeah, that's just. I don't know why that stressed me out. I'm like, dude, you got to get I'm that. I'm fidgeting with a water bottle, and, <laughs> and little droplets of water have have been the one. Out. So the movie that just for whatever reason, and I like the movie because I don't know you. I don't even know why I like the movie. I just remember yeah. it has great memories for me. But every time I watch it, um, and interestingly not, there's I can think of another movie it's the same way. Uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I can't believe that you said it. I, that's almost the one I said. That movie. Doesn't it feel like forever? It feels like I've never finished it. Dude, it's it two feels hours like and 24 the, minutes. That's the longest movie? Yeah. And it makes no sense? No. And none. I was like, and I, I was like, oh, Disney really turfed it on that one. Turns out it's not even Disney. 
It's not? <laughs> it's not even. I don't think it's Disney. Oh, come on. It has to be. I think I, I, I think it's like Paramount. I think it's, it was people co- trying to c- compete with Disney, I think. Because it's everybody. You know, it's got. No, it's got the whole gang. Okay, well, Van Dyke. Dude, is it really? <laughs> Who produced Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Uh, loosely based on Ian Fleming's novel novel Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, which I didn't even know existed. The Magical Car in 1964. United Artists. Oh, you're kidding. No. I had no idea. Yeah, because they got, I mean, because it, it felt like it was a straight up this has to be Disney. So I'm going to tell you there's another no, movie, that movie that's, a cla- that's like a classic that's going to make people, people mad when I say it. Oh, I just okay. always felt like it's too mad. Well, All right. Mary Poppins. We're going to hold that for the next time. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to argue the merits and relative virtues of Mary Poppins <laughs> in our next episode of the Waystation Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Randy. I'm William. Have a great day.